Evolving healthcare technologies for consumers range from wearable devices that can monitor an individual's physical activity to sensors that can track the safety of elderly patients at home, as well as emerging developments such as smart contact lenses that can send and receive data. But all of these new technologies can pose new privacy and security risks. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Greg Brown, Chief Technology Officer of the Cloud and the Internet of Things at Intel Security. Greg will be discussing with us how wearable health technologies, sensors, and other consumer-oriented medical gear fit into the Internet of Things, and the privacy and security challenges involved with protecting data that gets generated and shared by these technologies. Hi, Greg. Hi, Marion. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Now, to start, what kinds of healthcare and medical-related technologies do you see falling under the umbrella of the Internet of Things? Well, I think, you know, the ones that we see most significantly in the marketplace today are the consumer devices that uh, increasingly we see being marketed as uh, lifestyle devices or uh, fitness lifestyle devices to help, you know, advance or promote fitness causes. I think those are probably the most significant in the in the marketplace today. We also see the emergence of certified technologies, including FDA-certified applications that are being deployed on consumer devices like the iPhone or Android devices that we all carry around today to communicate with one another. So I think the range is from something you would buy as an individual that gives you insight on how your health is going as well as uh, something that maybe a doctor ultimately would prescribe for daily usage to a series of devices that they might might be prescribed by a doctor to manage blood pressure, for example. So now what worries you the most when it comes to health data privacy and security and the Internet of Things? I think the biggest concern when you look at the emergence of these devices is many of the ones that we see on a day-to-day basis are consumer class devices. And these devices have access to information about our our daily activities, uh, potentially where we are in the world. Some of the running trackers have very rich information about your GPS location at any given moment and any time of the day. And the fact that these are consumer class devices that do have a rich amount of information about you and your activities, and they're sharing that information through what I would characterize as consumer class cloud services. And they enable the ability to share that information broadly with your community, your family, your friends, or maybe your fellow uh, runners or cyclists. And the concern that's created then is how does that information get managed in these devices that are easily consumed, easily configured and, and deployed, and then ultimately very easily publish your what could be private or personal information into to a public cloud environment. I think the biggest concern there is making sure that if we want our information to be secure and controlled, that that assurance is implemented as that information traverses that device-to-cloud ecosystem. So with that said, what should consumers be doing to make sure that their data privacy is protected and secure? I think that the first thing is to, to recognize that the devices are collecting information and that you are using that information in a way to help promote your own personal fitness. And then you're consciously making a decision 
that you're going to use a service that is going to have access to that information. I think having the awareness that you are sharing that information and that you're sharing it without controls as that information moves out to the cloud and making sure that you're comfortable with that first. That's the first thing that the consumer needs to do is is be aware of what information they're sharing and that, that they're okay and comfortable with that. And if, for example, you're not comfortable with your GPS location being disclosed, then maybe you should reconsider how you use that device as maybe local only versus being published to the cloud. Probably the second thing is if you are comfortable with sharing it and you're considering using some of the social media capabilities that these platforms have, like sharing it to your Facebook friends, review what the access controls are on those social sharing sites are and make sure that you're aware of who has visibility just so that you have the confidence that you're not accidentally inappropriately disclosing uh, where you've gone running or bicycling with your children, as an example. Now, what should healthcare providers be doing to prepare for this influx of new consumer-generated health data coming from the Internet of Things? What steps should these healthcare providers be taking to protect patient data, privacy, and security? I think this is a really interesting topic. It's interesting because we've learned in health sciences the more data we have, the better we are at predicting causes for illness. And so I see the opportunity as the exciting part of this because now we as consumers can buy a class of device very inexpensively because of the the consumer economics that can help our healthcare professionals potentially understand what our activity levels are, understand what our EKG even is at home and when we're resting, what our sleep patterns are. So it's a very exciting space from that regard. I think healthcare providers have to be cognizant of the fact that these devices are not HIPAA class devices. They're not FDA regulated. From a a privacy perspective, if they take that data in, they then are still responsible for meeting uh, the information control around those devices. Uh, particularly the consumer class devices. So they still have the obligations of HIPAA requirements. Uh, And they need to make sure that that their compliance requirements don't bleed over into those consumer class devices that aren't certified today. So consuming the information, having a doctor look at your heartbeat rate while you're running, that's probably an okay thing. Um, Using that to make a diagnosis, the FDA doesn't encourage that today. So there's some risk with that. Then you want to make sure that you don't do that. And then I'm not sure where the law is today, but it's an interesting debate. If if a physician recommends that you buy one of these devices to help improve your your quality of sleep, and if that device was to be breached, does that become a liability according to HIPAA? Today, I, I don't. I'm not aware of any case law in that regard, but. Increasingly, you, you know, there would be a desire to say one way you can improve your, your sleep patterns or the one way you can improve your exercise regimen or a way that you can measure your behavior of your heart at home is to buy one of these consumer class devices. And there's a tendency for doctors who want to say this is a good way for you to self-regulate. And you've got to be careful you don't slip into that world of you've just prescribed a device that makes you compliant to uh, HIPAA regulations in that world. So now looking ahead, what do you think will be the biggest emerging privacy and security threat to consumer health data when it comes to the Internet of Things? For instance, do you think these devices and technologies are susceptible to 
hackers, cyber criminals, you know, other sorts of outside threats? Today, the biggest concern is the fact that the the cloud services that you use to access the information and the reporting and the the richness of the applications are accessed through a username and password typically. And we've had, as you may have seen recently, many, many problems with management of traditional username and password systems in those environments. And one of the issues that really concerns me is that if you make the decision that you are going to put you know, some sensitive information out into the cloud, just be aware that the security around that information is only as strong as the access controls that you put around it. You know, I think when you look at the information that's available in some of these platforms about your activities when you're out running, you can conceive a world where criminals might want to know when you're away from home, when your entire family's on vacation. I think those are point-in-case examples. I think we have the benefit that most of this information isn't broadly commercializable, meaning it's hard to monetize someone's heart rate if you're a criminal. However, the value of the information for the healthcare industry is very high. So I don't think we see this intense desire by the criminal hacking organizations today to go after your healthcare information but we do see them going after those platforms to steal things like credit card information or personal information that might give them your zip code that they need to close out on a credit card that they may have stolen somewhere else. So I think the fact that these sites have lots of information, rich information about where you live, mining that information to form theft in other financial systems is potentially what's going to cause the, the criminal hacking organizations to go after that infrastructure. Intel is partnering with other technology companies in the Open Interconnect Consortium, which is a project that is set to deliver device-to-device connectivity requirements for the Internet of Things. How does health data privacy and security fit into that effort? Well, I think the real objective of those initiatives is to, one, to enable so that you can share information across devices that belong to you. And the second objective is to make sure that the mechanisms by which you share that information can be secure regardless of what data uh, you're wanting to share between, say, your mobile device and your television. And that data that you share between those devices could be mapping data about where you may have driven that day, or it could also include healthcare information if one of those devices was one of these consumer healthcare devices. So our real objective is to, one, ease the interaction so you can have a richer understanding and interaction with all the devices that you own, and then, two, to make sure that across the vendors that use these standards that the information can be shared between the devices in a way that is agreed to be secure broadly by the industry. Finally, Greg, on a slightly different topic, Apple and IBM announced a partnership in which IBM is developing applications for the iPhone and the iPad. And I'm wondering, any thoughts about the impact on privacy and security in the healthcare sector? The healthcare sector has been 
using the iPad and iPhone sort of unofficially in healthcare, you know, doctors bringing their own devices in. Do you think that this alliance could bring this more to an enterprise sort of level? And if so, what could be the impact in terms of privacy and security in healthcare? I think having, you know, vendors look at these desired task worker devices in, in traditional IT, we refer to them as bring your own device to work. And having, you know, strong software vendors uh, like IBM and others and some of the work that Intel does as well does bring an awareness to the security concerns. And, you know, large organizations like IBM has a healthcare practice. They understand how HL7 can normalize data from healthcare devices so that they can be easily consumed on handhelds or tablets and, and phones. I think having that scale of development and awareness of what high compliance is required in that industry is a good thing. I think the risk uh, that's run is that organizations uh, that may compete in that space, you know, accelerate uh, their innovation, and they get out in front of uh, the innovation curve and don't give due consideration to the security requirements that must be maintained in these environments. And we've seen this before in other industries, in the, the retail industry. Some of the innovation that could be done on a conventional PC platform ultimately led to us going around some hardware controls that we built to protect, protect credit card information. We just need to make sure that as we go through that innovation cycle with these new class of devices, that we don't accidentally uh, usurp traditional security controls that have been developing around providing patient privacy and confidentiality of information. I think it's good to see innovation in that space, and I think it's going to be great for healthcare workers to have devices that are right there that can more powerfully interact to improve the quality of health, healthcare that they can give to, to the patients. Thanks, Greg. I've been speaking to Greg Brown. I'm Marion Kolbesak-Begee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.